All right, welcome to I'm Not Just Happened, the podcast that makes your commute suck. Right, let me do it again. <laughs> so, so much for making editing easier. <laughs> Um, that just happened, the podcast that makes your commute suck just a little bit less. Pre-recorded at the FTC, edited at Lazarus Bay Studios, recording for posterity on Hollow's Eve. Yeah, all of them. Or Halloween. Today is Halloween. Yeah. <laughs> well, is it Halloween? All then, Hallows Eve. All Hallows Eve? All Hallows Eve. I think Hallows Eve. Yeah. All Saints Eve. The day after Devil's Night. Yeah. Fired up. Fire it up! Fire it up! Fire it up! Fire it up! I'm Adam Flores, special guest as per usual, Mr. Ryan Madigan. Hi, everybody. Hi, doctor. And I'm Rodney Senior, by the way. Oh. <laughs> Sorry, we cut you off. Welcome to the show, guys. Well, Adam's the one who cut me off. <laughs> uh, oh, no, I thought we were done after the Devil's Night thing. Sorry. I completely lost my place. If you don't know the format of the show by now, thanks for joining the show. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to berate well, you. Yeah, I was going to say, <laughs> not making fun of the first time listeners. One day, Welcome. One day we got to go format list again. Mm. Off the so call. we're going to do it live? Okay. We'll do it live. Okay. No. We'll do it live! Fuck it! Do it live! I can, I'll write it and we'll do it live! Pretty much. Just topic after topic after topic after topic after topic. Alright, moving on to shoutouts. <laughs> Let's see, today's shoutouts. Hmm, Maria, of course. Ivan, third birthday. Brandon, 35th birthday? 36th, I think. 36th birthday? No, 97. So. No, no, 97. 77. So. 38th? No? 37? We do math good. And Scott Evans. I don't know how old he's probably in his upper 30s too. And a com- very special congratulations to Stefan and Maria. Stefan, member of the BOB community. One of the sidekicks of the Justin Timberlake of BOB, Nelson Flores. So, congratulations to you, man. UTJH, myself, Rodney, all the guests, I'm sure, wish you best wishes. Hope you had a good time. Yeah, sorry I couldn't make it out to the uh, festivities, but uh, what are the festivities? We were were we recording? No, we were watching the kids. Yeah, Sandra's birthday kept uh, yeah, the kids. The kids were our priority that night. Yeah, even though they went to bed at eight, I could have gone. Nobody would fucking know. And BK is thirty-seven. Wow, yeah, thirty-seven. So that's it for me, right? Today is my grandpa's ninety-first birthday. Oh, happy birthday! Oh, he's. It's crazy considering his, the doctors told him he wasn't going to make it. was like 50. Wow. Oh, he had one lung removed, I think, when he was 40, 40, you know, 41 years old. And since then, it's been like, oh, you know. And that was 50 years ago. Yeah, exactly. So now he's 91, and he's still completely with it. Back then, they did, like, surgery with duct tape and... Yeah, exactly. Mm. You know, crazy glue. Not so crazy after all. <laughs> <laughs> Any more shots um, for you? I didn't mean to steal your shot no, you're good. and stuff. No, you're good. Uh, I, I think that's it. I'm going to shout out my wife, um, just for being a great wife, for feeding me brownies and ice cream as I was playing video games. That was pretty freaking awesome. Right. Like, I won physically the, feeding you? Yeah. Like, I won the game. Figuratively. 
Rodney won the wife for that minute. Wow. Yeah, we were we were doing some uh, post uh, Halloween trick or treating activity, including you know shout out to Maria for making us dinner. And yes. uh, Adam and I retired to our brand new cigars in the uh, FTC, and we were playing NHL 16, which is an awesome hockey game. Awesome game, by man. the way. Shout out to Maria for buying that for me from Sweden State. You know, I'm not always a fan of every incarnation of hockey in video game format because the controls are usually a little weird. Felt very comfortable with NHL 16. I highly recommend recommend it if you have the time to play video games. It's got Jonathan Taves on the cover from the Chicago Blackhawks. Shout out to the Hawks. Which is funny because it was supposed to be Patrick Kane. And yeah, yeah. Kane and Taves together and they yeah. removed it. Yeah. Kind of, that sucks. Yeah. Yeah. But um, yeah, shout out to the wife because she came down and uh, brought me brownies and ice cream and fed me as I was getting my ass handed to me by Adam. Ass handed. It was two to one at the ass end of the game. One. Yeah. <laughs> Might as well be ass handed. Yeah. I guess I, I guess keep, in hockey. In hockey, yeah. yeah. I keep picturing oh, was it Heathen Bot from Futurama? Where it's just the the reclining sofa is the actual robot and people are feeding him grapes all the time. Never watched Futurama. Well, I mean I watched a couple episodes, don't get me wrong, they're they're humorous, but it's nothing that I got it like David Merkel lost Futurama. I just had There have been some episodes of Futurama that have moved me more than full movies. And it, it's almost ridiculous. What's your favorite episode? Go. I would say there, there's got to be a tie for two of them. There's the Seven Leaf Clover, and then I don't remember exactly what it's called, but if you've watched the show, the one with Fry's dog. That's all I'm going to say. And you people that have seen that episode know what I'm talking about. Oh boy. But they are some of the greatest episodes of any show I've ever watched, where they you know move you in such a short period of time more than I thought possible. Hmm. Any more shots for you? I mean, who can top that shot up? Yeah. For somebody feeding you brownies. Who's going to top that? Yeah. Uh, my daughter. Oh! My beautiful, beautiful daughter who took her first steps today. Oh. Yeah, Congrats. on her own, unprompted and un... Uh, I mean, I don't want to say unencouraged. Of course, we encourage her taking steps, but just... Xander and I were having a conversation. You have a very small apartment. And uh, we were looking down to the living room and Talia just kind of gets up on her own. And it was kind of eerie because it's, you know, Halloween and we thought, well, <laughs> kind of crazy. Takes two steps and took about five more steps. So she didn't even, nothing was holding her up. She just got up on her own. I've never seen baby do that before unless she's been walking behind our, my backs. <laughs> I just, unless something was holding her up. Unless something just, was holding her up. They caught me. <laughs> yeah. Damn um, it, Dad. <laughs> I need the shout out to my sister and her husband, Manny, for um, they have three boys who are all older than my son. So, you know, they, they give us a lot of toys and clothes that, you know, we wouldn't normally have. And growing up in the 80s, there are two things as a child, as a small child, that I've always, always wanted. Teddy Ruxpin. Absolutely never. Proton pack. There are three things <laughs> that I've always, always wanted. Did, was that yeah. right with the Teddy Ruxpin? No, the Proton Pack. I didn't get a Teddy Ruxman. I just because I was gonna say I have a Teddy Ruxman if you want. Dundee and Aubrey had a Teddy Ruxman, and uh, you know I wasn't really interested in the Teddy Ruxman and the Caterpillar, which is kind of weird. But anyways, one I remember the show Silver Spoons, which is the uh, I believe it's the actor actoral debut. Is that what it's called? Actoral debut of Alfonso Ribeiro, and I don't even know who the other actors were. But what I remember about that show because I I watched it at such a young age. That had a train drive through the middle of their living room, and it went around the property of you know that you know, they were a rich family. Yeah, the estate. Yeah, and the other thing that I always always wanted when I was a little kid was a Power Wheel. So my sister and her husband Manny gave Jason a little bit of both. They got him a Thomas the Tank electric train set wow. that he can ride on and put the tracks together, so it's like a kind of Power Wheel and a little train that he can ride around. So. 
Cool. Living vicariously through my son. That's so kind of the point, yeah. isn't it? I yeah. mean, nah. I was thinking about that today. I'm like, man, Cecilia has a room to play in. Not her bedroom, a separate room to play in. Let alone the fact that she has her own room, which I didn't get until I was like in sixth grade. Also, I shared a room up until that point. You know, I was thinking about it today, and I kind of feel like now that I'm a parent, it's almost like the ultimate form of narcissism. Yeah. Like you're making a better looking you, and you're providing like a better life for that little person. Hopefully. Well, yeah. At least trying to. I mean, nobody wants to be like, I had it. I had it awesome. Fuck this kid. I'm not gonna. <laughs> so at least I hope there's nobody like that out there. Yeah. And then uh, more birthday shoutouts that uh, we want to go over today. Frankie's birthday is coming up, right? Uh, yeah, November eighth. That will be yeah the week the podcast the for the day that this podcast airs. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, all right. <laughs> Right. Shout out to Jerry. Shout out to uh, my cousin Alex, who will be in town very soon. For um, we're celebrating our Thanksgiving early. My apologies to David Merkel for not being able to make his uh, baby shower because my family is going to be celebrating Thanksgiving because they have other sides of families to consider. What the fuck on the fourteenth? Yeah, on the fourteenth. Wow. Yeah, no. I'll be there. Yeah. Even Aubrey's like, don't bother, go. <laughs> wow. She's like, I thought Aubrey's going to be like, I'm going. No, because. Like, what? Because she's like, you know, you have, I don't know, David might have one, maybe two kids. His first baby shower, you should go. But um, we've got some cousins coming in from out of town and be kind of bogus. If- yeah, we got to find somebody to watch our kids. Yeah. For that day. And then uh, Rosa and Maureen's birthday are also on the 14th of November. Happy birthday. All right, podcast news, do it. All right, Ronnie, what do we got for podcast news? All right, podcast news. Uh, A request for the new hotline that um, if you haven't taken advantage of, please give us a call. Send us uh, some text messages. Take advantage of our new email address at hashtag UTGH at gmail.com. But uh, if you want to give us a call sometime, we may or may not answer. But leave us a voicemail, and if we uh, find good content on these voicemails, we'll include them as part of the show. 385-743-8854. That's 385, area code for Utah. UT, get it? Eh? 743-8854 or fuck pie. UTJH. If you do leave us a voicemail, there are also nice. What are those? Iron Man? Iron Man, Hulk, Spider Man, and Thor. Nice. Where have you seen that before? This guy's with you. Remember that shit? Yeah. Still have mine. Fuckers. I hope so. <laughs> I hocked him on eBay <laughs> the day after. So shout out to Stefan. I'm sorry. Shout out to Stefan real quick. You drink if you got a drink. Shout out to Stefan for getting married, of course. He bought all of BOB cufflinks with superheroes on them. I did that shit first. Mm. I mean, it's still a cool idea. They're all, I mean, can't be mad at them. It's not, I'm sure I was the first one of all time doing it either. No, you were ever. Yeah. First person ever. Keep going with the podcast. (laughs) Brian and I are going to go talk in the corner. If you do leave us a voicemail on (laughs) FuckPyUTJH, please count to five after your last word and then hang up because we've noticed that the voicemails get cut off a little bit. So you can audibly count to five or... Count in your head. Just <laughs> no. Do it on the voicemail. One, two, three, four, five. Click and cut. Awesome. Hey, hey, I don't put put that bat down. What What are you doing? <laughs> um. Get over here, you fucking asshole. Podcast news for those of you who are new to the show is really just our way of saying thanks to our listeners across the country and around the world and welcome you to the show and thank our regular listeners for listening. 
which are regular audiences from week to week, live in Aurora, Chicago, Wichita, Kansas, San Jose, D.C., Mountain View, California, Ashburn, Virginia, Hanover Park, and Miami. So thanks for the repeat listeners. And uh, new listeners to welcome across the country, Atlanta, Georgia, not really new, but haven't seen you on the map recently, so thank you. Chicago Ridge, Provo, Utah? I don't even really know where that is. San Diego, California, again, Good morning. Did you tag the, the phone number somewhere? Do I tag the phone? No. Well, actually, we put it out on Twitter. I've actually. Yeah, I've, so I wonder if people saw that, thought it was a local podcast. Maybe. Whatever. I don't yeah. know. Whatever gets you listening. Yeah. Internationally, Amsterdam, Netherlands, and Edenhoven, Netherlands. So, Edenhoven. That's a fun word. Yeah, I like that word. Yeah. Thanks for listening. Fortaleza, Brazil, Barrow, UK. Shout out to the Smith Signal. Ontario, Canada, and Sydney, Australia. Hey! More listeners down under. Crocky! I come from a London under. I love the network. Me too. Where else do you like men? Where else? All right. Um, (laughs) Speaking of uh, podcasts, there's one more note of business. I would like to start a movement, but I wanted to talk about it while we were here. Let's start a movement to get a celebrity caller into the voicemail. Maybe just do an intro, kind of like Ming Chen did. So what celebrity caller do we want to universally bother and ask our listeners to tweet at them and say, hey, call this number. Leave a voicemail. John Stamos. Anna Kendrick. I was thinking Anna Kendrick. Would Kevin Smith be a little more appropriate? And more Kevin probably Smith Willie. Kevin would be awesome. Chloe Bennett, local girl. I think if we could get Nathan Fillion to do it, I would probably scream like a little schoolgirl. Because <laughs> <laughs> Nathan Fillion, yeah, I mean, he, he's the shit, but... He, Unfortunately, he's not considered an A-list kind of guy. But for people that listen to the show, if you like the shit that we talk about, you must like something that Nathan Fillion's in. Even if it's just Firefly, Serenity, Castle. Castle. Something that he's been in, you had to like. Does he Same have a Ryan? Twitter handle? I'm sure he does. I'm going to look it up right now. All right, we'll look that up. So that will be our first official movement. Let's all bother Nathan Fillion until he calls UTJH and leaves a voicemail saying something along the lines of, Hey, you're listening to I'm That Just Happened. Nathan Phil- at Nathan Fillion. Yeah. So let's let everybody bother him on Twitter. Everybody tweet Nathan Fillion. The number again is 385-743-8854. And David, do whatever you need to do to try to contact <laughs> Nathan Fillion. Because we know you don't have a Twitter. Awesome. All right. Moving on to the I'm I Just Saw portion. All right. So my dad came by this week. Um... Thursday and said that he wanted to watch a horror movie and I was like cool let's watch uh we ended up watching Babadook which I think I talked about on on the show before I'm not sure if I did Uh, yeah I think you mentioned it it's not a bad movie I've seen worse ones it's on Netflix if you ever want to check it out I mean it's the horror season and then today my dad came by and he's like let's watch another scary movie I was like, all right, and I put on VHS 2, which is a cool movie. It's a little awkward because in the first 10 seconds of the movie, it's full-on titties, Yeah, which is fine, but it is awkward with my dad. Yeah. And he's like, really? It's this kind of movie already? And I'm like, I'm sorry. But that's not, it's not a bad flick. It's, if you guys haven't seen VHS 1, it's not like you need to see it to see part 2. The movie's about, this movie's about an investigative team, a man and woman go looking for some kid. They find his residence that he was last supposed to have been seen in, and there's a stack of tapes. They start printing tapes, and that's what the movie is. You're seeing what's on these VHS tapes. It's not bad. Lastly, I saw Jurassic World, finally. I bought Maria the all four collection Jurassic Park. So we got Jurassic Park, Lost World, Lost World, excuse me, Jurassic Park three and now Jurassic World. All right, so Jurassic World. 
It really wasn't a good movie. No, it was a good, it was a good movie. I'm, I'm only saying that just because I know Nelson's probably like, what the fuck? No, it was a good movie. Uh, I did enjoy it. I'm not going to act like, you know, there weren't parts that I was happy with. What do you think about Bryce Dallas Howard? I think she's gorgeous. I think her running in heels made sense in the movie. How so? Because it's... You just wanted to see her in heels? That and... A skirt. I feel like it goes with her character. Like, she thinks... Like, when, when she, you know, just tied up her blouse and she's like, all right, I'm good to go. Like, she's unrealistic to the dangers in front of her. And to be a woman that could run the way that she was running in high heels shows great strength. Because, I mean, most women, they'll complain after a half hour in those shoes. She's on set wearing high heels, running around. Who knows how many takes that took. I thought that was improv. The whole, all right, tie your shirt up and... Roll up your sleeves kind of thing. That I don't know. But reading what she said about it, because she's like, you know, running barefoot in that terrain would have hurt her even worse. Because there's branches and rocks and stuff all over the place. She's like, there's, you know, unless the character had a pair of gym shoes in her back seat, there's nothing that she could do. Which most women probably do, but still. I don't see what the big fucking deal was with her running in high heels. I think it was just like, alright, you know, it's her fucking decision to run in high heels. She's this businesswoman that's never been in that world before, so whatever. That character was a little more along the lines of what I expected Pepper Potts to be in the Iron Man series. Okay. I like the fact that she wasn't necessarily the damsel in distress. I like the fact that she's essentially the one, spoiler alert, that saves the day. I didn't like how fast the kids would joke around after a traumatic event. Yeah. Like, right at, like, as soon as they get cleared, they they have to drop a joke. Like, that was kind of the, the cool part about the first one, you know, like, these kids fell through a car and all this shit, and the chick is still screaming, like, they're still in that panic mode. Well, you know, shout out to uh, my friend Mike. One of the things he pointed out to me is that he enjoyed the performance of the child actors. Shout out to the, the little one who was in Real Steel. And Insidious. And uh, he actually didn't want them to get eaten, as opposed to Jurassic Park, where it was just like, these kids need to die. And they ended up making it to the end. Everything was like a little too convenient for them. Oh, it's a unique system, I understand this, you know. If Samuel Jackson couldn't figure out Newman's... Dennis Nedry? Yeah. I wanted to use a Seinfeld reference. And I kept thinking, It took you that long to say Newman? Wow. You could have just asked. I kept thinking Nedry. <laughs> uh, Nedry! And, and then like I would think Nedry in my head, and I'd be like, uh-uh-uh. <laughs> That's not you his didn't name. say the magic word. So my theory about the whole thing, though, about them making jokes right away after a traumatic experience, and this may not be exactly right, but I know that they, they talked about it multiple times in that movie, and that everything needs to get bigger, stronger, scarier. You know, I think that the whole point is kids are desensitized now. Kids just, they see this everywhere. And so the fact that, hey, you know, that just happened... Oh, well, nothing bad happened, so... Ha-ha! So... Real quick, you want to talk about convenience, though? What the fuck are the odds that this kid would know how to rig a 1990 Jeep? Yeah. That's, well, that's... I mean, theoretically, this happened all in the future. So, I mean... Yeah, but he's like, oh, we worked on... Remember when we worked on Grandpa's car? Like, what are the odds that there aren't vines growing in through the fucking interior of this car and stuff? But you yourself, you said when you reviewed The Martian that if you were in trouble like that on Mars, you'd be quippy and, like, have a sense of humor about everything. But I'm by myself. With a little kid, I understand the older brother kind of joking around and stuff, but the little kid was way too confident for my taste. 
Well, like, I mean, somebody had to be the one to be saved. Like, the kids are over here saving themselves left and right, which is fine, you know? It's cool for the kids that watch it. The chick is saving herself. That's fine, you know? It's good for the women that need Yeah, but he already them. made it through Insidious, and he controlled the big robot boxer, so... So are we going back to the whole, all the actors are actually the characters they play in movies? Only when it's convenient. Yeah. Yeah. Like Leonardo DiCaprio? Yeah. That's going to be my last on my Jassal right now. Not by choice. I was watching the beginning of the Titanic. By yourself. Hold by on. myself. Oh, before you get... candles lit. <laughs> before you move on. Hottest scene for me, Bryce Dallas Howard in Jurassic World, as she braces herself when the helicopter takes off. Yeah, she just grabs up on her. Oh neck. yeah, I can see that. Hmm. I think the tie-up scene, like all that, like even when even when the gate lifts up and she's standing there with the flare, like I'm like, she's gonna get eaten, and if not by the fucking Tyrannosaurus, by this guy. Anyway, Titanic. Titanic. Like the short I didn't. Now it's it's been a long time <laughs> since I've seen Titanic, and I didn't realize how much Jack Jack talks about his own death. When he's trying to convince Rose not to jump. Like, he's like, you know, I fell through a sheet of ice one time. When you're in water that cold, it feels like a million knives are stabbing through you. He's like, it's the worst feeling in the world. And he's like, I don't want to have to go in there for you. I don't want to have to go. I don't want to have to jump into that water for you. So, you know, come back. Don't do that. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm going to do my best not to let go. And I was just like, this is the end of the fucking foreshadowing. All over this bitch, and it's just like, oh, you know, I, I actually have spoiler more, alert. I have a little more respect for uh, whoever wrote that, just to have that mirror so much. Because I turned him around, I'm like, Jesus Christ, he's basically describing the excruciating pain that he's going to be going through at the end of this movie. Exposition. And, yeah, it's just like, oh, but he's doing it out of love. And then at the end, where she's like, Jack, this is where we met. <laughs> the the thing is. They've done experiments on what it would have been like with different types of doors and stuff like that in that scenario. Would Jack have been, been able to get on there with Rose? And he could have. She totally could have just like slid over. There are other ones that actually show why he couldn't have. Really? Yeah. <laughs> so I, I don't remember exactly what it was or what it said, but I did read one one time. Because I always did the same thing where it's like, oh, she could have fucking moved over. Yeah, what a bitch. But then it's, you know, there was one that I read and I don't remember exactly what it was, but it got me thinking where I'm like, wow, okay, well, that sounds right. And I never thought of it that way. And I never thought about the science like that of it. And when did they and, invent inflatable rafts? I mean, obviously, after. Why couldn't they switch back and forth? Like, you know, you get a little bit of time on the door, then I get a little bit of time on the door. We kind of go back and forth like that. I think you Or why couldn't she have given him the life jacket if he, she had the door? Yeah. Like, you have the fucking door. The first time I saw Titanic was my first real date ever. Shout out to Mari. And uh, I, I still talk to this girl that I'm talking about right now. Oh. And uh, we saw Titanic. We got driven there. I think we were. What year did Titanic come out? 97. So I was probably 12 years old. How'd it go? Did and you get uh, lucky? Uh, oh, yeah, I got super lucky, man. Yeah, I put hand. my arm around her. Oh, my God. I pulled the yawn move. It was great. Oh. Did you do the popcorn trick? Yeah. No. <laughs> you did brush seven. 97. Wow. Did you brush her hair behind yeah. her ear? Uh, I, I don't Anyways. Zombie land. Uh, at the very end, in the scene that we're talking about, and... She sits there and goes, you know, it's, you know, the iconic scene, you know, I'll never let go. And then pretty much like throws him into the ocean, watches him drown. I couldn't stop laughing at that point. <laughs> I don't know what it was, but I found it so funny. And I, like, I turned to my friends and I'm like, I'll never let go. Nah. Like immediately like throws him away. And it's like, well, you just let go. 
like immediately. That's the, the fastest lie I've ever seen in my life. And there were a bunch of nuns behind us that just started like, like almost like hitting me and like yelling at me, saying like, "Oh shh!" And I think I ruined the movie for them. But I could not stop laughing at that scene. That's it for my album I just saw. I'm glad I got that out there. Jurassic World was a great movie. I don't want people thinking that I'm nitpicking just because I don't care for the Jurassic series. I went in with an open mind. Maria fucking loved it, which was the reason why I bought the series. It wasn't for me. It was for her. But she had a great time, so that's all that matters. And, uh, Jason won't stop watching that movie. Really? Yeah. Ceci, I think it would be too scared. We'd have to show it to her. Jason, I'm like, aren't you scared? He's like, I'm not scared of dinosaurs. Huh. Yeah. I mean, if they made a hybrid one, he wouldn't be. Mm. Ryan, yeah. I, always, I always see too much right before the show, and I want to get everything out there. Yeah, and try to think about me. I haven't, you know, it's been it's three, Ryan, four weeks Ryan, since I've been on the show. Me. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Um. <laughs> he does a little dance yeah. for it, too. <laughs> Did you read 52? I started, yes, and I am... Six pages in. Probably about 12, yeah. Thoughts? So far, it's pretty awesome. It so. gets by the time you get through the end of book two, you're gonna be like, "Holy shit!" It, the best way to read it is you start on New Year's Day and you read one comic book a week. That's how it would work chronologically. Like you would turn the page for Christmas and be the Christmas comic. So go ahead. All right, so I'm gonna start off with a very broad statement because I've been watching a lot of these porn. Yeah. No, the 30 for 30 ESPN short videos. I found them probably about three months ago. I saw one on Bo Jackson, and it was one of the coolest things I've seen in a long time. The documentaries about some of these sports figures that they have are just amazing. And you didn't... I remember... Bo Jackson from when I was a kid. And I remember him in the TV show that he was in. Oh, Bo Knows. Bo Knows. With Wayne Gretzky and, and Michael, Michael Jordan. Jordan. Yeah. You know, and I remember him in that. And I was, All-Stars. You know, but I didn't realize stars. he really was... The end-all, be-all Like a yeah. bamf. Like, he, like, through his entire life, was just a badass motherfucker. And it was like, oh, okay. And then I started watching, you know, I found more and more of them. I watched, you know, the I Hate Christian Leitner was awesome. I watched the one on The U... I watched, there's hundreds of them now, and I've probably watched 15 of them, and some of them are more exciting than others, but they're, they're awesome documentaries. If you're into sports, I would highly recommend it. I have Pop in here, I'm sorry. You just take it out. Because I forgot it was there until He's now. like in there just like caressing him, yeah. like, is that a dildo? What the it fuck is a dildo. dildo, I walk around. So, so I watched the 30 recommend it? <laughs> yeah, it's really, really cool. I watched... One of my favorite, I'm going to put this in air quotes, scary movies. Because it, it scared me a lot when I was a kid and not so much now. Monster Squad. Flatliners. Damn. You're close. Kevin Bacon? Kevin Bacon. It is one of my favorite scary movies. And yeah. And then last night, because I knew I was going to be here today, I had to watch Pitch Perfect. Ooh. Two. Just one. Just the first one. <laughs> Just one. Just one. Thoughts? Uh, it was not at all what I thought it would be. In a good way? In a very good way. So when you kept telling me to watch this damn movie for probably about six months now. And you bought it on Blu-ray, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and it was one of those things I'm like, all right, god damn it, Adam. I'm all right, fine, I'll watch it. I'll watch this damn movie. Do we need to change a campaign to Anna Kendrick? Possibly. I kept thinking it was going to be something like Step Up. Mm-hmm. Or something real teeny bobby. Exactly. Right you know, something where it was gonna be Stomp the Yard or something like that. And it was not at all like that. And it, it really was very good. And 
Thank you for recommending it. And Kendrick playing the cups. That's pretty awesome. Just all this just pouring out. It's a funny movie. Like, it's, yeah. it's it's legit funny. Not like, oh, quirky humor. Which it has some of that, like, you know, with the Akaskuse me and stuff like that. But then you got Elizabeth Banks and her co-anchor, you know, just real witty. And they have such a bigger role in part two. Oh, really? Yeah. Part one's definitely better, but part two's pretty good. I didn't buy part two on Blu-ray yet, so... I still have to see part two. Soundtrack's dope. Is it? The first one or the second one? Both. Both. Okay. Part one is better. Yeah. The part soundtrack one, for part one was I, I like that a lot. So. Alright, Anna I, Kendrick oh. or Britney Snow? Britney Snow was... Chloe. Three. The redhead? Oh, see? It's... Is that going to be left to right today? Good one. We'll leave that in the air. Oh, I, like, I like the redhead. I'm going to say it. I'm going to say it. I liked her. I don't even think she's a natural redhead. She isn't. But, yeah. She looks better as a redhead than oh, she yeah. does as a blonde. Definitely. Well, she really is. I'm, I'm going to say this for the um I just saw. Do you watch The Walking Dead, right? No. I do, but I have not. I've had, like, the last three episodes ruined for me by different friends that are no longer friends of mine. Because they ruined it for Because you. they ruined it for me. When people put, right, so I can't believe this happened. Yeah. Wow. So muffets, because I don't want to. Well, you already know. It, I already know. So you could, you could say, spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Adam is going to spoil ass. something. I'm going to spoil... Last week's The Walking Dead so much. Just right stop now. you really if I'm not even. If joking. you care about the show for real, I'm gonna say a five second thing, mute it, and then turn it back on. Ready? Three, two, one. Rest in peace, Glenn. Now hold on. Now I don't think it legitimately happened. I wanna believe that it didn't happen. I'm dying to I, believe that. I think that we it didn't all happen. wanted to believe, including what's his name? Uh the Nerdist. Uh, Chris Hardwick. Chris Hardwick and Kevin Smith, none of us wanted to believe that it happened. They purposely excluded him from the memorial on The Talking Dead. And the prevailing theory for people who don't believe that it happened was that Noah fell on top of Glenn. Nicholas. Noah was the black kid. Nicholas fell on top of Glenn. And um, what the zombies appear to be devouring is Nicholas and Glenn would escape under the dumpster. Now, again, spoiler alert, in the comic book... If The Walking Dead's show is supposed to... I mean, it does have some parallels, but, you know, not a whole lot. Glenn's supposed to die at the hands of a character that has yet to be introduced, but will be on later this season. So, the theory is, or at least the prevailing theory that, you know, the people who believe that Glenn hasn't died, is that he hasn't died, and he's just going to get killed in a few episodes anyway. Shout out to Nick. Shout out to Nick Pro. Did either of you guys watch Sons of Anarchy? Adam did. So, the whole thing with Juice, spoiler alert, even though it's from Probably Body two years ago now, when Juice hung himself at the end of the episode, I was sitting in a room of like 10 people and all of us were just dead silent. And it was one of those things where it's like, well, what now? That that was completely uncalled for. That was, I did not see that coming. And for the entire week, every one of us was just, oh, well, that sucks. You know, that's a downer. And then fast forward to next week's episode and... The branch breaks, The right? branch breaks. So you don't know what's going to happen. But for somebody to go <coughs> onto Facebook and say, I can't believe that happened. I'm not going to say what happened, but something happened. Hashtag Glenn, rest in peace. <laughs> Drove me crazy. Yeah, I thought we were beyond that, Facebook. I didn't do it. I almost did. I almost put, fuck, but I didn't. I mean, after the whole Beth incident. No, it was just funny because I watched the episode, then I listened to our show for the next day. Yeah. And all I, like, for... Like we were raving minutes, about Glenn. I was ranting about how much he's my favorite character and stuff. We put the Starbucks cut in there. That's why I don't pick favorite characters. I can't help it. They just immediately get killed in every show. Sean Bean. Yeah. Well, Sean Bean, you expect to die. 
I do. I expect Sean, like, whenever I see Sean being cast in anything, I'm like, well, he's going to die. He doesn't in Silent Hill. Yet. Have you seen anything else? And then I watched The Equalizer. Ah. Which was actually surprisingly good. Don't spoil it for me. I haven't seen it yet. Yeah. It was, it's exactly what you want it to be. Yeah, I heard it's pretty well balanced. Yeah. <laughs> and you answer, too. You're like, yeah. Yeah. Fuck. Fuck. I fell for it again. Got him. Got him. <laughs> the fact that I did that in front of my neighbors <laughs> sucks. Uh, yeah, uh, totally is, judging you. Yeah. I'm pretty sure I've seen more stuff, but for now, that's all I've seen. Have you seen uh, um, Million Ways to Die in the West? No. There's a good mustache song in there. Mustache. 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 I don't know what it is about it drinking that occasionally makes me slip into Sean Connery. He looked at me when I did it. <laughs> well, I mean, he's psychic. He would have saw that coming anyway. Um, I just saw this week the recommendation of Mr. Luke Pascal on, shout out to You're Gonna Get a Disease, American Sniper. Fantastic movie. I mean, I'm not one to follow the Academy Awards or like the Golden Globes or any of that other kind of shit, but if that didn't win something, it should have. Bradley Cooper, I completely forgot that he was Bradley Cooper in the movie. Just, he went away and here's this, whatever his name was, I don't even know what his name was. Colonel something, Sniper Guy. I think that's his real name, Sniper, sniper guy. guy. Professional Sniper Guy. No disrespect to the, the actual American hero, but um, I really enjoyed the movie. Uh, Sienna Miller, nice to see her in something else. Besides G.I. Joe. Yeah, besides G.I. Joe, even though I liked her in G.I. Joe. I'm again, showing up as a brunette. I know a lot of people are thinking right now, there's something wrong with their face, and yeah, I don't know. Maybe there is, but it does something for me. And she was pregnant in the movie also a couple times. And, I don't know, found that attractive. It's because it's happened to you twice. Yeah, you, you've like the whole like that's a lot of single guys that are like, oh, she's pregnant. For us at this point, it's just like mm, she's pregnant. Like, yeah, I mean she puts out yeah. <laughs> um, at least once. Yeah, <laughs> I've yet to see that movie. Maria really wanted to see it, and for me, I saw it because it's uh, it's now on the premium. Like, yeah, I, I know I'm a little late, but it's now on the premium channel. So like I I wouldn't mind like if it was on, I'd be like, all right, let me sit through it. But movies like that, I feel like are gonna just instantly depress me by the time I'm done with it. It was more along the lines of, shit, maybe I should be a Navy SEAL. Yeah, sure. That too. I mean, that's how it was when I watched, like, The Hurt Locker. Or at the very least, make me want to play some Call of Duty. (laughs) That I believe more than you want to be a Navy (laughs) SEAL. Yeah. (laughs) All right. Well, I mean, yeah, I'd want to be a Navy SEAL, and then, like, first day I'd be ringing that bell. I'm like, all right, I'm done. G.I. Jane over here. Just the first day. Master Sergeant, suck my dick. Gling, 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 gling. I'm out. That's the way to go. So did you like the movie? Yeah, definitely a good movie. Is that your favorite Bradley Cooper role? I don't know. You know, I'm still partial. It's kind of hard to pick because I, I like him in the comedies. He was he amazing was, in Silver Linings he Playbook. He was really great in Silver Linings Playbook. Also, Jennifer Lawrence was amazing in Silver Linings Playbook. He was awesome in American Hustle. Haven't seen American Hustle. He was awesome in Limitless. Limitless was the shit. Hangover 1. Everyone was good in Hangover 1. After that, it kind of got meh. The Hangover 2 and 3? I didn't even bother with 3. Yeah. Three was so much better than two. Two was really a waste. Two was part one all over again. Yeah, but three, yeah, I definitely enjoyed three. John Goodman was good in three. John Goodman's the shit. Yeah. Anything else that you've seen? No, not this week. Arrow? Ah, I did see Arrow, and I saw Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., this week's episode was a little weird. I think it was like uh, something like 4,000 hours, 427, 470, 22 hours. Mostly, the episode was in a blue tint. And it really goes into what Gemma was doing on the other side of the portal. Have you seen it? Yeah. Yeah. So, it sounds like such a soap opera. <laughs> I mean, it is. Worried about yeah. what Gemma was doing on the other side of the portal. It is. I mean, I Have you really... not seen it? Do you not watch the show? I watched the first few episodes of the first season. I, I don't like <coughs> the fact that it's on ABC. Like, I feel like it's shot in a real cheesy way. And it ruins it for me. 
Huh. Like, I don't take the show seriously. Really? Unfortunately. Like, don't get me wrong. I love the entire cast. I think they're all amazing. For the life of me, like, I, anytime something hazardous is going on the show, I'm like, eh, who gives a fuck? It's on Channel 7. I, I don't take the channel seriously for whatever reason. Like, it's, so you're, it's hard enough with the You're stuff. almost judging a book by its cover. But exactly. judging a show by its station? Yes. Like, knowing the fact that it, in between commercial breaks, it talks about once upon a time and shit. It's just like, this is the network that it's on. It's the Disney network, and it just makes me it makes me feel like they're never going to show anything that crazy to me. So are you not going to see Star Wars then? Of course I'm going to see so, I mean, but it's Disney. I mean, I've seen all the Marvel movies, but that's a movie, you know, like it's, you, you can do more in a movie than you can on a network, depending on the channel that it's on. It's the reason why I liked watching Daredevil on Netflix, because I'm like, it's going to be dark, like Jessica Jones. I can't wait to see that because it's going to be darker. It's going to be more mature for me. And it still blends in with the rest of these movies and stuff. That show's pretty dramatic. They deal with some pretty fucked up stuff. But I think out of all the episodes of Marvel Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., that last episode episode would have been right up your alley hmm. like i would peg that to be your favorite episode don't get me wrong I, I don't think it's a bad show i've seen multiple episodes at least 10 15 episodes i like the the subtle nods to stuff that from the comic books stuff from the movies and stuff like and things like that i, I think it's all fine and i'm not going to say it's a bad show it's just for whatever reason i can't get into it like I, it's hmm. there's something about how pristine it looks that bothers me and i don't like the fact that for such a secretive organization as it is there's shield emblems fucking everywhere fucking everywhere like how is it that tony stark didn't know who shield was in the first few months and they have fucking shit everywhere in the one office no, like, they have a fucking helicarrier. You're telling me that before this, there was nobody that happened to be like, what the fuck is that? Uh, Unless it was a cloak mode at all times. The bottom of it is. Somebody would have seen it. It's just, I don't know, it's, just, it's you, a you, weird thing. That right there is just looking for plot holes. I mean, it, it, something like that, you kind of just gotta... Like, yeah. it would have been cool if Tony Stark, like, bumped into it, like, just flying, like, bing! Oh. And then have, you know, Phil Coulson show and be like, yeah, we're from S.H.I.E.L.D. We were sending you a check for the damage you did to the fucking helicarrier. Nick Fury's pissed. Here's Nick Fury at the end of the movie. Boom. Anyway. So, yeah. His shield's good. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Her Brian's um, getting upset. I really appreciate Elizabeth Henstridge and her range, especially what she demonstrated in the in the show. Conversely, on Arrow, I really hated the range of the actors on the episode this week, especially Detective Lance. Yeah. He's really starting to aggravate me. It, I love that actor. He yeah, was great. His, his performance this week was just, really? There's another episode today. Is right. it today? Are they yeah, changing it? No, 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 no. It aired today because locally the uh, Bulls opening mm-hmm. game. But I think you could get it on demand, which is where I watched it. Oh, yeah. So I haven't seen this week's episode yeah. yet. Yeah. They, I saw last week's episode that I was like, yeah, like when Sarah came back, spoiler alert. Mm-hmm. Just like, spoiler alerted after the alert. Oh, there's a lot that I don't... You watch The Flash at all? I've seen a few episodes of The Flash. It's I not like bad either. I like The Flash a lot. As of the shows that are on right now that are comic-based, The Flash is probably my favorite. Yeah, Walking Dead is my favorite. I do want to get into The Flash. I just... I'm so hung up on Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. and Arrow. That I'm really only watching two shows. I'm watching Arrow and The Walking Dead. That's it. I found out in, in a weird way that at the end of last season of The Walking Dead, the episode didn't record right on my DVR. Oof. So, when I saw it was over, I thought it was just a fucked up place to leave the season. 
And I'm like, all right. And then somebody was talking about it just before this season started, saying, you know, like, I can't believe this happened at the end of last season. I'm like, wait, 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 what? That's not what I saw. And then I looked at, like, the Wikipedia page, and I'm like, why don't you just go on Netflix and watch the episode? I'm going to now. (laughs) But that was right, like, that was the day before episode one was starting for this season. I'd be like, I'm going to be in my car for an hour and just head in my car. And And so, see, I can't do that. I I have to, like, take the whole thing in. And then I was just like, all right, I I had a wedding that weekend and so I'm like alright I'll watch it next weekend and then I had something on the next weekend and I was sick the weekend after that and so I've just been like alright shit I really need to watch this show and so I'm now three weeks behind four weeks behind and I have to watch the last episode of last season so I'll get to it it's just it's on my DVR I keep looking at it so it's gonna happen it's gonna happen sometime soon and then Doctor Who I kinda have to watch that kinda have to kinda have to yeah as a Whovian now you've gone over to the dark side sure the dark side Nerdisms. I'm. I don't even know. The, I know I talked about it, and I don't know if you guys talked about it when I called in, and we brought this up previously. The difference between geek, nerd, dork, crazy fan. I don't, like. I don't, I don't know where the line is drawn, and at what point you become a nerd for something, or if you're a dork for something, and what makes it you know that line change. I feel like nerd is you're into our world of town books, you know, the movies, random trivia, but you're still also half in like popular like what's actually going on in the world of popular culture and stuff like that i think geek you're fully immersed in that world dweeb is like you believe in only that world and you're a social fucking outcast well as it was explained to me and this apparently gets on a lot of people's nerves um when i was in a a technical class technical in a sense that teaching about technology as opposed to not really a class the difference between a geek and a nerd is a nerd will sit in a room and talk to people around the world on his computer because he has to a geek will sit in a room and talk to somebody else on his computer across the room because he can't with respect to the geek has a technical skill but the nerd is more of a enthusiast of things that just aren't conventionally popular so i really don't know where i fit into any of those spectrums whatsoever being that I watch the documentaries on sports and I watch That's the Bears, Hawks, yeah, Bulls, you know, religiously. I think the three of us would be nerds out of everything. I, I think I don't think it's a. Um, but is it? You, you can get pigeonholed into it's. It's one of those charts where you can kind of appear yeah. anywhere on the spectrum. So like a Venn diagram, like yeah. you know, yeah. just a bunch of circles all around one another, kind of thing. Yeah, I wonder that. Like, I wonder if like there is another word because people watch The Big Bang Theory now, and now they consider themselves nerds. When we watch The Big Bang Theory, we're catching shit that they're talking about, yeah, agreeing with them before the punchline comes because that's the difference between us and I guess you would call them normal people. <laughs> because I mean, like we how, had that conversation the other day. Yeah, yeah. like how many times have, have we're we like watched, I have that same belt buckle? Have we watched <laughs> that? And they're talking about either comic books or even even one of their experiments where you and I are just... Or wearing one of our shirts. Exactly. And we're just like, hey, oh, hey. I mean, I'm called the Latino Sheldon at work for a reason. All right. I'm going to get a beer. Anybody want a beer? Anybody want a little soft? Let's go fuck yourself. Yeah, hey, you want to fight about it? This one is a pad. Moving on. All right, sorry about that tangent. Any more, uh, just... Is that it? Is that it? Yeah. Is that it? Yep. Actually, now I need a beer. Jesus Christ, Ralph, what the fuck? He did tell him to go fuck himself while offering a beer, but not really... Alright, moving on. I don't even know what the fucking segment's like. I can't believe I just missed that from there. Oh no! In your explosion. Ronnie, get the rag! Drink it, drink it, drink it. Chug, I'm tr- chug, I'm chug, to, chug, chug. The rag's over there, is it? It's on a stool! Moving on to the corrections department. <laughs> hey, that rag looks familiar. Hey, cut off man, cut off man. <laughs> now, you keep missing the cutoff man. That's something we're gonna have to fix by next season. Leave it alone. Thank you. 
Corrections, Robbie? <laughs> uh, corrections. We keep forgetting to record the what's going to happen segment. Yeah. <laughs> I fucking knew it. Apologize. Apologize. Apologies <laughs> to Mr. Omar Ortiz. Apologize. Who's... That's his favorite segment of the show. We don't even know if that's still his favorite segment. We yeah. got some good segments going on right now. The Uchi movie game? Come on. Left yeah. or right? Mm-hmm. Golden! Yeah. Well, Sorry. we gotta have him back on pretty soon now to talk about it. But he's got his hands full with the twins. That would be a funny correction. If your correction was that his correction wasn't his favorite. We should get on that. Yeah. David, give him a call. <laughs> <laughs> Any other corrections? Uh, no. Those are the only mistakes I found in the last uh, couple podcasts. Woohoo! Well, Nearly well. flawless. Yeah. What is it? But uh, don't, don't fault, fault us for that. Because we all make mistakes in life and we all have regrets. But whatever regrets are, paying too much for insurance isn't, should not be one of them. So for seriously good coverage at a seriously low rate, call 312-945-6254. Or visit their website and get a free quote today. At aliminsurance.com. That's A L I M for a limb. Because they're not going to charge you an arm and a leg. <laughs> Alright, moving on to the fuck you department. I have a fuck you that I posted on the UTJH page today, so by the time you hear this, it'll be a week late, but still, I had to fucking do it. Somebody parked in the Target parking lot. Oh, yeah. Taking up two spots front and back by parking in the middle of the line that's supposed to separate said two spots. Again, you karate yes, or you karate no, said the Asian. So, fuck you to that guy. Big fuck you. I didn't even have to park near him, but I did just so I could take that picture. I was hoping that somebody would be in the car to see me just standing there, just click, click, picture. Yeah, I just took that out of you because you're a douchebag, and I was hoping they'd be like, what the fuck are you doing? It's posting from my podcast, hashtag UTJH. Um, you, know, you know what I might have done if I had the time and... I was feeling like an asshole at the time. I would have taken a line of carts out of the cart corral and put carts in front of the truck and behind it. That would have been actually at my work. There's a Jaguar that takes up two spots every day. It is probably an early '90s Jaguar. You know, it, it is not a very nice looking car, and it's clearly beaten up. And yet, this guy takes up two spots every day. So I make it a personal point that whenever I see him parking like that, and he is a little bit too far over to one spot, I park right next to him. I back in right to the point, over the curb on the one side by his front door, so that he has a hard time getting in, and I guarantee he's complained to me. But he's yeah. the one parking like a dick in the first place. You also have a motorcycle, right? I do. You should park in that spot that he leaves available in the next spot, if you can take your bike to work. I can. Yeah, I should. But the funny part is, is that he has that piece of shit Jaguar, and my boss's wife drives a Maserati. So, she takes up one spot, like two spots down from him, and he takes up two spots. And I sit there, and I'm like, what the, what, what the fuck, man? I don't know. What the fuck? One man's trash is another man's treasure. Maybe he broke his back to pay for that piece of shit Jaguar. No, he, he looks fairly wealthy. I don't know. You're going to leave the what a Jag line just wide open, and you didn't take it? Mm, that's a I was funny. waiting for it right at the fucking start. This guy in the fucking Jaguar. I was waiting for it. What a Jag. Just... I can't even guess what kind of jokes you're going to make. That's, anyway. Well, at that point, you'd be thinking about the TV show. Oh. Secondary fuck you, since it is Halloween, to two groups of people on Halloween. Oh. The ones that are too old to be going trick-or-treating, that go trick-or-treating. And the ones that don't even bother dressing up, they go trick-or-treating. Just like, so, they have like a jewel bag or something, and trick-or-treat, and then you just got to throw fucking... Well, under defense, it is... Cold, so. so to be fair, yeah. but they're not putting in any like get one of the little fucking pails. They're a dollar at Walmart. Just 
So you are saying fuck you to all these children. Right? Yeah. Not the parents for dressing up. Dude, them. if a kid's an asshole, a kid's an asshole. I've said fuck you to my own children before on this show. I used to go trick-or-treating with a pillowcase. You're that asshole. Yeah. Like on you? What a jag. No. <laughs> what are your clients? I'm a ghost. <laughs> um. <laughs> Is that kid white under there? <laughs> you know what? I have a fuck you to uh, some kid's parents. Because on the way here, they were actually watching their kid trick-or-treat from the car. Get yeah. out of the fucking car and walk your kid to the door. Like, I don't know, I felt I felt lazy, like, not walking up the path and up the stairs with my son. But that just takes lazy to a whole new level. You're just slowly driving behind your kid, like, down the block? I don't know. Fuck. What you should have done is gone to Target and get a bunch of carts from the thing and just surround their car. Yeah. Well, so. I shouldn't judge. What if they were, like, handicapped in the car? I could have judged. Dread? That's a judge for Halloween. I should have worn dreads. I can't break the law. <laughs> I am the law. I am the law. I, I, law. I, I still think you should change your name tag to Reinhold. Take a picture and send it to Jared. <laughs> Shout out to Jared from Something Gate. Yeah, I said so, you look like Judge Reinhold. I like it. My fuck you. Like, carry over to that. Oh. I have a lot of kids that trick or treat by my house. Oh. I'm right by a high school. I'm right by like a cross intersection of a lot of busy streets and a lot of cul-de-sacs where people bring their kids from the apartments down the street. And so I get a, a lot of traffic in front of my house. And I probably got somewhere between 250 and 400 kids who trick-or-treated in my house. So the amount of candy that I have to buy is ridiculous. The thing is, you don't have to buy it. Buy one thing of candy and just put up a sign out front. You know what? I'm fucking out. But I know. Yeah. You know that one shitty kid's gonna be the kid that just takes all of it, and yeah. So I, I like to leave it out front. I like to sit there. No, I, I I sit outside and I I hand out candy to the kids. Right, that's what I do. I, last year I hooked up my projector and I watched a movie as I did it. So you know, I, I kind of. It's so awkward if you're watching porn. Yeah, a little. <laughs> little kids my neighbors movie. hate me. Yeah. No. Which movie was it? <laughs> the Nightmare Before Christmas. This year it was raining, so I didn't really want to bring my projector screen outside. And, you know. Messed up, especially and the projector. So, yeah, right. Yeah. Just worried about the yeah. screen. We could have left the projector inside. The screen is. What? Could have left the projector inside the house. And just not project anything? Just have my screen outside? Well, I mean, you could project onto the screen from inside your house. No, I can't. Oh, you don't have clear line of sight? No. Okay. My garage is under my bedrooms. Like, it's like in okay. like part of the house. So. Do you have any other fuck yous? Uh, no, I didn't even get to it. All. So, I didn't even get to it, <laughs> motherfucker. So, my fuck you is when these kids are going to sit there and I, I say, take one. And they clearly are old enough to know what one means. And they look at me and grab a handful as they do it. And I sit there and I'm like, oh, I wish it was illegal just like to slap their hand. Now you get none. So, basically, yeah. your fuck you's to a little kid or little kids. Yeah, I say fuck you to little kids all the time oh, on the show. Go. Oh, wait. No, I don't. <laughs> Well, that's when um, you have your friend dressed up as a scarecrow laying on your front lawn, grab the little kid and scare the shit out of him. Only had a brain. Dear God, was that a Roddy joke? <laughs> Dear God, there are two of them. High five? Yes. As far as you guys didn't do the wrestling one. Two. Sweet! No, he knew what I was talking about. Oh. The, the thing. You never seen that shit? Wrestling high five? Yeah. You never, you don't remember that commercial? No. It was like two wrestlers fighting with each other, but they're not even close to one another and everything's... So it's a spoof of how fake wrestling is. Do you have any other fuck yous? Um, the people who spoil TV shows? Whoops. I don't do it. I oh, mean, I, I do my best not to, but I don't do it. Man. When you told me Vader was actually his father, 
<laughs> Vader means father. Yeah, and now I get that reference. Thank you. <laughs> no, I think, you know... What does Darth mean? Oh, dark with a lisp. My... For the longest time, I thought it was Dark Vader. Dark? Yeah. Wow. Alright. Well, I was a little kid. Yeah. So my other fuck you, really quick... People who drive incredibly slow because it is slightly raining. And when I say incredibly slow, I mean you're in the left lane on the highway going 39 miles an hour. Well, not everybody has a house on wheels. Oh, as, as SMB refers to it, the erp or derp lose all driving capacity, drop a rain on the ground. Yeah. In the left lane. All right, that is it. Rodney, I know there's more, but that's it. Rodney, do you have any fuck yous? Yeah, a lot of motorists fuck yous this week. <sighs> fuck you to the people that don't respect personal space. Hence... The person taking up the, uh, well, in car-wise. Oh, okay. I was going to say, like, what is happening? Hence the person taking up two spaces in uh, the Target parking lot. The people who live on my block that parallel park in two spaces, like, there are two handicapped spots on my block. So what a normal, courteous person would do, knowing that there's a limited amount of parking spots on our block, would pull up to the post where the handicapped spot ends because those spots are way too big for either of those cars to completely take up. But everybody leaves at least five feet of space between the handicap sign and where they park their car, where the space is too small for a normal car to fit, but too large for them to... Not look at it when they're driving by. Right. So they're basically taking up two parallel spots. So fuck you to those people. Fuck you to the valet uh, attendants... That I have to drive past. Don't talk about work on the podcast, but I have to drive past valet attendants because we also have a full parking lot at work. And they take up, it's a three-lane exit. They take up all the spots, and they take up two of the lanes, meaning there's one lane to exit. And those fuckers leave doors to cars open all the time. So not only are you taking up two out of three lanes, you're leaving the car doors open so that the one lane that people can drive through is blocked by open car doors. And there's no reason to leave a car door open when you're a valet. Like, you have the keys. That's just you being a lazy asshole, so fuck you to those guys. And Harry and Jimmy and Trent, fuck you wherever you are out there, too. But so endeth my fuck you and leading right into the really, really segment for the week. My really, really this week. So Sandra sends me to the costume store because we picked out a Minnie Mouse costume for Talia. And uh, we didn't really have time to, you know, go shopping on the weekend because, you know, we're otherwise preoccupied by the time you know, get out of work and we or get here. home. We get dressed. Yeah, we're here. <laughs> And, uh, you know, we have dinner and whatnot. Usually by the time the kids are fed, we have to put them to sleep. So we don't have time to get to the store. So she sent me, hey, can you stop by after work? I'll stop by Party City and pick up this costume for Talia. Sends me a picture. Of course, I know Talia's size because she's not even one yet. So I decide I'm not going to go after work because I want to make it home so I can have dinner and, you know, spend some time with the kids before they have to go to sleep. So I'm going to do it on my lunch break. So I'm in a bit of a hurry. For those of you who haven't shopped for costumes at Party City, they've made it insanely easy now. Used to be complete chaos and they've made it much, much easier by putting pictures of the costumes on the wall, numbering them, and all you need to do is tell the associate the number. Now, in favor of them making it easy for you to shop for costumes, they've hired dumber employees. Okay? And my really, really moment for this week, on my lunch break, run to Party City, it was just enough time to pick up the costume and head back to work. I flag down an employee because nobody's available. Everybody's walking around, but nobody's available. Lord knows what they're doing. Pick out the mini costume on the wall, number 112 or whatever the hell it was. Ask the lady, can you give me this number and a size for a one-year-old? Oh, I'm sorry. We don't have sizes that small for a one-year-old. We only have sizes in months. All we have left is 0 to 6 and 6 to 12. Really? Really? Give me the 6 to 12. <laughs> Sir, I don't know. If you have a one-year-old, I'm not sure that that's going to fit. I wouldn't think that I would have to explain to somebody who's older than 12 months what 12 months actually <laughs> is. 
But it's one year old. I can't even... Yeah. <laughs> Is it going to me now? Because I'm not used to you starting segments. Fucking threw me off. No, I mean, you know. Cats and dogs. If you living have... together. <laughs> I definitely have one. Ghostbusters. I went to... I mean, mine is real short. Maria says, I had a taste for a tapia. I have a taste for a tapia. It's like, all right. Grab my jacket. Grab my keys. I'm going to be the fucking hero husband. Go pick up some fucking taffy apples. Come home. Smile on her face. Blah, blah, blah. Went to four fucking stores. No taffy apples anywhere. The only thing I found were taffy apples with the nuts on them, but also pieces of chocolate chip. Sounds amazing, right? But this is Maria we're talking about. Maria, Maria wants things as... Maria's very vanilla. Abs- absolute what she's used to and nothing more, nothing less. Her literal favorite ice cream is vanilla. No toppings. Not no French ice- vanilla. That's getting too crazy. No. So, went to four stores, not one fucking taffy apple anywhere. Really? It's fall. Really? I wasn't prepared for the segment. <laughs> <laughs> really? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. You guys changed the show on me? Really? <laughs> really? 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 Shall we move it's on? It's sort of like you a gonna, fuck you, but not... You, it's, so it's, that, that's what The Miz says from WWE. Well, he's awesome. All right, moving on to the... Oh, my God. The, stop with the wolf thing. And I'm awesome. Is it a coyote or a wolf? I can't remember. Uh, wolf pack. Mm. I mean, he's nailing Maurice, who doesn't look very well. Moving on to the kind of cliff notes. <laughs> cliff notes. Today we're going to be doing a Brave and the Bold episode of the second Blue Beetle and his fellow compadre, Booster Gold. That's who you and I could be. Best friends, ones from a more technologically advanced future, but not a smart guy, this guy. And the other guy is mostly smart, has an awesome vehicle that has a bunch of shit in it that can do whatever the fuck he wants. So, let's start with Blue Beetle, the second. Real name, Ted Cord from November 1966, Captain Adam. Wow. 1966. Six years younger than my father. All right. When the first Blue Beetle was grievously injured thwarted the maniacal Jarvis Cord from dominating the world with his army of robots, Garrett asked his friend and protege, Ted Cord, Jarvis's own nephew, to carry on in his stead as Blue Beetle 2. But before Garrett could pass on the mystic scarab that gave him astounding abilities, the dying hero and his powerful talisman were entombed under tons of rubble on the remote Pago Island site of Jarvis's failed plot. Undaunted, the inventive Cord trained himself in a variety of fighting skills and developed an arsenal of non-lethal weapons to enable him to operate as a non-powered Blue Beetle whose sense of adventurous whimsy was in stark contrast to Dan Garrick's stalwart stoicism. Once more, there was a Blue Beetle to keep an evil at bay in Hub City where he aided his own rogues gallery to villains inherited from Dan Garrick. Later, the Beetle moved to Chicago and made the Windy City safer during his tenure there. The Blue Beetle's closest friend is Booster Gold and recently Ted has tried to advance his unrequited crush on... Barbara Gordon, while struggling to keep fit and battle a, con- a congenital heart ailment. So no superpowers, blonde hair, or blonde eyes, brown hair, 5 foot 11. Blonde eyes, brown hair? Blue eyes, brown hair. Sorry. Sam Adams started to get to me, I guess. He's since died. I know that. I can't remember from what, but yeah, he's not alive anymore. All right. And, and that's then, the first Blue Beetle? That's the second Blue Beetle. Okay, so who's Jaime Reyes? He's the Mexican Blue Beetle. So is he just a completely different he's Blue completely Beetle? Different he's different So it's not Blue even Beetle. a deal with the Blue Beetle that... But he's not best friends with Booster Gold. Okay. Booster Gold, real name Michael John Carter, February 1986, 
So two years younger than me. What year were you born? 85. 85. Let's see. Blue eyes, blonde hair, six foot five. Booster is from the future and he stole from the space museum where he worked. He utilized Rip Hunter's time machine, stole a security robot named Skeets, which has logs a bunch of historical knowledge, a Legion superheroes flight ring, and Brainiac 5's force field belt. And in the 20th century, he became a superhero. For a time, he led the, con- the corporate team known as Conglomerate, but finally returned to the league. Booster was inactive for a while after his powers were destroyed in a battle with Doomsday. With the opening of his themed restaurant, Planet Krypton, Booster went into semi-retirement, becoming the toy boy of a wealthy matron. However, Maxwell Lord's promise of glory got him back into action, and Booster rejoined a new Justice League team. His costume allows him to fly, use a protective force field, and gives him enhanced strength. Now, if you ever want to read an awesome Booster Gold storyline, read 52. I'm doing it, I'm doing it. His storyline... It gets pretty tragic. Like, he uses Skeets to place bets because Skeets has knowledge of what happened in the past. So he uses that knowledge to bet sports teams and stuff like that to become extremely extremely wealthy. He's a real selfish kind of superhero. Does Biff get a hold of Skeets and build a whole empire? That's the joke you're going to make about Skeets? Well, I could have gone to Skeet. Thank you. Could have gone to Dirty Road. So this has been Comic Cliff Notes, the Blue Beetle and Booster Gold Edition. You've just been schooled. And schooled again. So, Booyah. to tie into that, my favorite Justice League episode, Brave and Bold, is the one that has El Blue Beetle, the Booster Gold storyline in it. It's the greatest story never told. It is my favorite. I believe that's Justice League Ultimate. I never liked Booster Gold before 52. Really? I just, I didn't care for it. Same thing with Blue Beetle. Like, he was, he was kind of cool. He had a pretty big role in Crisis on Infinite Earths. Did you watch Young Justice at all? Did I? Yeah. No. Young Justice was really good. That's the one that you saw. Really too, right? good. Um, I saw a few episodes. I'm kind of getting into it. There's a lot going on. There is. In terms of, you know, there's a ton of characters, so it's um, a little hard to follow. I wish there were a little more... Step by step with... Gradual, yeah. They, yeah. they bring up the Blue Beetle and... A lot. Other Blue Beetles, but they're not blue. But other yeah, isn't it really Beetles. Isn't like a green beetle? And... It's really cool. Young Justice is really good. And Ringo and, and John Lennon and John Paul George and yeah and Ringo yeah got it. So who would you get to play them? Five foot eleven guy, six foot five dude. How about the Hemsley brothers? Oh. Play Ted Cord. Wait, do you mean the Helmsworth brothers? Ah uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Triple like, H has a brother. <laughs> I'm like <laughs> Hemsley. <laughs> Pedigree! <laughs> <laughs> we can talk wrestling some more. He can play we, both we roles because he's just it. that okay. damn good. Um, the Miz? I was going to say Chris Pratt could be a good booster goal. You know, exudes the confidence. Not exactly blonde on here, but it's there. And then... Uh, Chris Pratt? What did I say? You said Chris Pratt. Yeah, Chris Pratt. He's tall. So we're not going to bring up Nathan Fillion? I think Nathan Fillion would have been a good boot, uh, Blue Beetle. Think so? Not Booster Gold? No, I mean, I think he'd be a good Booster Gold, but... but now that I, I, think, now that I realize he's six foot five, yeah. I mean, I'm thinking more of, like, Dolph Lundgren from, you know, this, the Rockies, I mean, this but now he's too old. Tall for a person, yeah. No, you don't move fast enough when you're that size. So who would be... Jack Swagger. Yeah. I really like Jack Swagger, though. He always kind of bothered me. Him and Dolph Ziggler. I really liked either of them. I got into Jack Swagger before he signed on with Yosemite Sam. Yeah, I, th- I thought he was kind of funny. I thought he was kind of... Actually, I did think he was kind of funny when he teamed up with Cesaro. Yeah. That'd be Booster Golden if Cesaro 
when we were younger, I guess. Yeah. So who else? I think Antonio Cesaro was a Blackhawks fan. Basically had Chelsea's Dagger as his entrance music. And he used to wear red and white and black. It was just a black... Uh, yeah, I guess. We lost Adam. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know who I would get to play either of them, really. I mean, I would have to really sit there and think about it. All right, let's move on to the left to right segment. So left to right is, really we're not saying one is left, one is right. It's picking between two. Okay. So we're doing today Brittany Snow versus Anna Kendrick. Yeah, why not? I gotta go Anna Kendrick. I mean, that's fast, quick, and in a hurry. Talent-wise, Anna Kendrick's amazing. Did you see the video that David posted? I wonder what my dog named me. I have actually seen some for other ones, and I follow her on Twitter, which... She's very witty, thank God. Like, it's not just her characters that are like that. Like, she's she's legit funny. And a lot of that stuff is stuff that she's posted on Twitter before. I think if we could get Anna Kendrick to leave us a voicemail, it would leave a stronger response. I mean, I think Nathan Fillion should be, I don't know, should he be number one, number two? Number one, number two, number one, number two, number one, number two. Let's get them together and have them together. Camera one. Number two. Yeah. Wait, who are you picking for the left or right then? Brittany Snow and... Should we go for the characters or are we going for the actress? I don't know Brittany Snow and anything else but Pitch Perfect. That's what I'm saying. Should we go with the characters or should we go with... Because character-wise, Brittany Snow has some see, definite lesbian tendencies. See, we can't start playing that game because it's left or right. It's not like left sometimes, right with others. The Nana Kendrick. Brittany Snow? Yeah. She's been in a lot of things, but... If you do pick Britney Snow and you're not Ryan, let us know why. Because I want to know your reasoning behind this. I think she'd have a better rack. Ooh, I don't know about that one. I, and Grant, this is me who I, I just saw the you know uh, Pitch Perfect for the first time last night. I liked her because when they first introduced her and you know they brought up everything with her, and I really thought she was going to be this stereotypical dumb college ditzy you know the girls they made fun of and Mean Girls. You know, that's really what I thought it was going to be. And then there was a part, you know, the, it sounds weird to say, the shower scene. But, yeah. And she actually has crazy talent. Mm-hmm. And I didn't see that coming at that point. And it was really cool. And I think it caught me off guard. And so I think that's just that scene alone. Mm. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So that, that's, yeah. I have to watch that scene on the YouTube Rodney, any thoughts? Um, I think if you use this picture for left to right, that's good. It'll be a little more overwhelmingly. And if you Google Britney Snow, apparently there's more pictures of her in underwear than Anna Kendrick. Is that a statistic somewhere? Just on my phone. Anna Kendrick to me is just good. I mean, don't get me wrong, they're, they're both amazing. Oh, yeah. Both very talented. I mean, I'm not yeah. going to discount Britney Snow's talent or anything like that, but. Anna Kendrick will gain my favor when she leaves us a voicemail. Look at this fucking guy. All right, let's move on to the Uchi movie game. Ooh. <laughs> Alright, so I'm going to give Rodney and Ryan some clues first. They have to name the movie. They name the movie, they get one point. They don't name the movie, they try again up to three times for multiple points. Once they get one movie, then we move on to another movie. Same rules apply. And then after that, they have to guess who's in both movies for minimum total of three points. Perfect score would be three points. Alright, so I'm going to go for the zero point before it even starts. So this can't count against us. Yeah, actually, every answer you give is a point. Damn it. 
I want to give an answer right so now. No pre-guessing. I want to pre-guess right now before he says one damn word. You're going to cost us a point. Right, are you ready? I don't want it to cost us a point. Here we go. Last week, <coughs> the school burned down six years ago. Now you got exactly three seconds to get off my porch with your nuts and tech. One. Back to the Future 2. For one point. Let's see. No, no, that's not what I was thinking. What I was thinking was, what could have happened to this girl to make her think she had no way out? Titanic. For one point. For a total of two points thus far. Who's in both movies? Billy Zahn. For three points. Wow. You nailed that one. You can do this the easy way or the hard way. Is that your quote? No. That's <laughs> Billy Zahn from Back to the Future 2. Wow. The easy way. All right. You Round two. Fucking Zoolander. <laughs> Round two. First quote. First movie. I'm in a mood, Dave. A bad mood. Very bad mood. I was fired from my ice cream truck Anger job. Anger management. Damn. <laughs> it's correct for one point. No more fudgicles. <laughs> nice. I was literally just thinking about that movie today. How weird is that? Not very. You guys pretty much are the same person. Alright. Next movie, first quote. I have the perfect body for Photoshop. This gets more angular, these get longer, and this gets way more Christian. Say it again. I have the perfect body for Photoshop. This gets more angular, these get longer, and this gets way more Christian. Transformers? Incorrect for two points. Alright, second movie, second quote. Maybe you should care a little bit less about work and a little more about the girl you're dating, because last time I checked, work doesn't reassure you that... Liking a finger up your ass doesn't make you gay. He, he was donating sperm at a sperm bank, and he, had, he said he needed help. Oh, what movie was that? Road Trip? Yeah. I'm, I'm, I don't think it's Road Trip, but I'm going to go with you. Road Trip. Incorrect for three points. It's the finger up the ass that confused you. Second yeah. movie, last quote. I live in Jersey. I ain't taking no ferry unless it's out to dinner and a show. This is for four points. Five if you do not get the movie. Actually, no, just for four points. Because you'd be naming the movie. I know it, too. The, the finger up your ass thing. That's what I keep thinking of. Say this quote again, please. I live in Jersey. I ain't taking no ferry unless it's out to dinner and a show. That one threw me off. I thought I... I was close to something with the one before, and now it's... I don't know. You got it? Movie starring two of your favorite people, Mila Kunis and Justin Timberlake. <sighs> Friends with Benefits. I've never seen all never that movie. Seen it. Oh, really? Never seen Sorry, it. Sorry, I thought you said. It is kind of a hard movie to quote because the quotes come so quickly in that movie, but a lot of them are really good. Never seen it. Where's the watch? I mean, body doubles and all, but Wait, still. So now i got to pick somebody that's in both movies, which is difficult because I haven't seen both movies completely. This would be for five points if you want to go for it. Is Marissa Tomei in both movies? Is that your guess? Yes. Incorrect for five points. Fuck. Next movie? No, because I'm not going to be able to guess who it is because I haven't seen all of it. Well, the third movie might help. Okay. Okay, third movie, first quote. What the hell was that? You talk to me, and then you say you have a crush on me? You say you want to train alone? Is this how you want to play, huh? You say you want to what alone? You say you want to train alone? Say the whole quote again, please. What the hell was that? You don't talk to me, and then you say you have a crush on me? You say you want to train alone. Is this how you want to play, huh? I've had a hard time with these today. Wow. 
So you guys got a list of the movies I haven't seen. And yeah. all together. I think I picked a good round today. Oh, wow. This is for five points. Yeah, no. Fuck! Next, next quote. Okay. <laughs> for six points. Hope. It is the only thing stronger than fear. A little hope is effective. A lot of hope is dangerous. A spark is fine as long as it's contained. Transformers 2. Incorrect for six points. Alright, this is for seven points. Last quote. Spark. The old spark. Is that where you... What was it? Last quote, third movie. I volunteer. I volunteer as tribute. Oh. Rare games. For six points. Who's in fucking... Hunger Games. Made anger management. Woody Harrelson. It's correct for seven points. Fucking friends of benefits. Bullshit ass wannabe no strings attached fucking movie. I bet Jared and Claire are going nuts right now after listening to this. Why they liked Friends of Benefits? No, I just Hunger Games would have they probably would have gotten in the first try, I think. Hunger Games, it's not a bad movie, but after watching Battle Royale, it's sort of like, who the fuck cares what these people are going through? Yeah. Jared, that's your next movie assignment. If you have never seen Battle Royale, watch it. Can can I? Do you have one? Yeah, I'm going to do one. Awesome. All right, so let's start with the first one. Crikey, I'd love a dragon. You'd like a dragon? Crikey, I'd love a dragon. Fuck, what is the name of that movie? The medieval movie, you think? No, it's Australian. Crikey, it's Australian. I'm thinking it's the movie with Seth Rogen and Adam Sandler. Funny people? Going with funny people. No. Fuck. Well, number two. Off to Hmm. Alas. Earwax. Shrek. Well, Shrek. No. Fuck. That should be Shrek, too. No. That's not a guess. Don't worry. That third one's supposed to be an easy one, right? It'd be nice. Yeah. I picked weird quotes for the first two, but the second one, the second quote, you'll know when I say any of the next quotes. Is it Monty Python? It's not going to go super easy, because I know both of you have seen this movie. We'll go, like it. we'll go, you should know what this next part. Not super easy, not too difficult. Troll in the dungeons. Troll in the dungeons. I do know that. Princess Bride? Oh, wait, wait, wait. Is it one of the Harry Potters? No. Earwax. I know, the earwax thing made me think of Shrek. But I can't fucking think what it is. Wait, I think you're right. The earwax. That's when he has one of those fucking things. One of those fucking cookies. Or the the candies or whatever. It is Harry fucking Potter. Yes. It is Harry Potter. Damn it. <laughs> Where's Maria when you need her? And that's why I picked well, that one. What was the first because one? Because I know that she... Are these all Ron Weasley quotes? <laughs> <laughs> no. The, the first one was Hagrid. I love a dragon. Okay, so that's the first movie. I'm trying to think, we're not all gonna be Harry Potter. <laughs> that would be funny. I'm starting to think I can't name any of the actors in Harry Potter. You can name a couple. I can name what they've been in. You can name three. I can name two. Yeah, from the whole series, I can only name like three, four, five. It's not easy though. Because some of them I don't know, like I know, I can think of her phone, I can never think, oh, I'm not. He and McClellan never played Dumbledore, did he? 
shit. You know how much money that motherfucker would have made? Between X-Men, Lord of the Rings, and that. I have the next movie. Okay, first quote. (laughs) Father, I won't leave you. It's Mulan. Lion King. Sister Act? No. Exorcist? Planet of the Apes? No, because all he said was Caesar is home. James Highland Bob. Might not. Dogma? Or no priest of dog? Red Dragon? Red Dragon? No. Fuck. Four points. Alright. Unfortunate that I know the truth? No. Unfortunate that you rush to face him. Empire Strikes Back? No, no, no. Return of the Jedi, right? Return of the Jedi? Who the fuck is in those two movies? One of the old people? What's Dumbledore's name? I don't know. And which one? There have been, I think, three Dumbledores. Two, I think. Hagrid wasn't in Star Wars. Or was he? Severus Snape was Alan Rickman. Now, that doesn't include the newer trilogy either, right? He was in... Just Return of the Jedi. Warwick Davis. He's the midget. One of the Ewoks and well one done. of the fucking teachers. Oh man! <laughs> well done. <laughs> Close one. I haven't even known that name. He's he also plays the Leprechaun. Uh, that was my next movie. I just pulled up Holy in case you didn't shit. know that. I was going to pull up Willow and Why? Willow. Yeah, he was he was Willow and Willow. Oh my god! I almost had a fucking aneurysm. And then Harry Potter because I know that your wife will know. She may not know the quotes right away, but. She would. I think so. Alright. We play it for her, see so how she does. Sandra yeah. usually does really well at this game. Oh yeah. She won't so. get the other ones, but that one she'll get. Moving on to the promotional segment. Fuck Pie UTJH. Call the number. Hit us up. Leave a voicemail. Send us a text message. Whatever whatever you want. 385-743-8854. Let us know how we're doing in the show. And uh are we going Nathan Philly or are we going Anna Kendrick? Let's do both. Alright. You work on Nan- uh, you work on Anna Kendrick, I'll work on Nathan Philly. <laughs> Uh, if you listen to the show, write that number down, 385-743-8854, and tweet the crap out of both Nathan Fillion or Anna Kendrick. Pick one or the other if you like, and get them to leave us a voicemail on the show. Just, you know, something along the lines of, hey, you're listening to Um That Just Happened. You're listening to Adam and Rodney and Um That Just Happened. Or Adam and Rodney told me to call in. Or, or what they, the hell's... Stop... Or even just, like, stop fucking tweeting me, Um That Just Happened. <laughs> Fine. Boop. Yeah. I'll put that out there. At UTJH Podcast, the Twitter account. Make sure to find us there. Facebook.com slash hashtag spelled out UTJH. Find us on the SoundCloud with the Disease Network, which is you're going to get a disease. The show for your current events. Um, that just happened. The show for your weekly commute. Something gay. The show for your drinking games. Daz Drunks. Show for your blackout drinking games. And dialogues. For the female perspective. And drinking games. On drinking games. Looking forward to the Oktoberfest podcast. Yes. Jared, I've already spoken with the boss. I will be on your show very, very soon, hopefully. Maybe the 15th we could shoot for. Let oh, me know just got a message from Nick. This just in. Last minute podcast news. Uh, Nick and Luke are looking to do another crossover episode sometime near Thanksgiving. And uh, also, we have an episode coming up where we're going to do an all-disease podcasters episode at the Candy Castle, I think. Wow, that'd be intense. But yeah, support all things Chicago. Fuck all things Kardashian. How uh, the holiday season's coming up, so make sure you guys support, especially small businesses. While other corporations, they worry about the bottom line. You know, that one can of soda that you buy from you know the mom-and-pop stores could be going towards some kid's college fund or something like that, so... 
it's important to to think about it that way i i think day after thanksgiving's right around the corner so i'll be posting my annual wish list on amazon make sure you guys check that out i think that's it for <coughs> yeah it's, it's uh download wildfire yes off of itunes support uh my cousin tony arjanon also find red novella on soundcloud and spotify and their album failure by design really great album I all right call it a podcast signing off from the ftc i'm rodney Sinio. um i'm adam flores I'm Ryan Madigan. Happy Halloween, everybody. And, um, that just happened. Tomorrow's never better. I just will be better. Till that began to be the man that I wanted to be. Tough love, that's how it's gonna be. I guess that's too bad for me.